Yeah. Welcome to the grinder. We are back in the hizzy. Um, this is Addison Corbin, and you know we have the host with the most, James Chapman. Oh, Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Um, how's it going, brother? Good, man. I am focused as fuck right now. We're getting it done. It's crazy, but it's crazy for everybody, right? So that's seems like the recurring theme that I always say. But um, mm-hmm. and I feel really good. We're we're getting some traction with this stuff we got going on over here, and just trying to dominate. Not trying. We're we're on the road to dominating. On the road to domination. <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. That's all that matters, dude. I love it, man. Um, a couple of things with this intro today. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know about this because it's not widely um, pressed out there. But if you go to Google, if you're a vet and you're listening, or if you know a vet, which I know all of us do, um, this is something that's very cool that that's kind of going through. Is if you go to Google, type in jobs for vets or jobs for veterans, uh, it'll pull up a page inside Google. And it'll tell you to put in your MOS code and let's just say you drop it in. It's going to pull up a bunch of different job positions that are looking for vets. Uh, And then you click on the job that, oh, you know, I'd like to be whatever, some sort of a leadership inside of Home Depot, whatever it may be. Um, You can click on that and then directly across from that then will be an apply button. And so you can quickly apply, boom, get it done. Man, it's, that's badass. Um, and we were talking about before this, but, um, take a look at that for show. I like that. That's really good. Yeah. I thought it was cool, dude. And, and they're not bullshit jobs either. I mean, those are, there's some high level positions in there. So that was cool. Um, the second thing that I wanted to touch on was how cute that sweater is. My sweater. Yeah. Damn right. It's cute. Um, what you want to get into today, man? Any plan? I'm just going to give you a silent treatment until you start talking. <laughs> is this an old sales tactic? Is this what this is? No, I don't or use sales tactics. Whatever. Um, I want to hit on urgency, my man. It's the end of the year. Yeah. The clock is ticking. It a lot is. of people start feeling pressure. Well, people do one of two things. They just quit giving a fuck and lay down and just like, ah, the holidays three weeks away. I guess you know, it's the holidays now. I'm going to let out the gas. They fucking run their schedule out and see what they can cram in there uh, so they can get it done going to the new year. I don't like looking at the new year as a start over. I like to build momentum when I go into my new year. It's um, the only thing that starts over for the new year is how I count my numbers just because I work off a calendar year, just like everybody else. Right. Uh, but as far as the momentum and the urgency and what we're doing, that should not start over at the beginning of the year. No continuation. Would you agree? No, a hundred percent, dude. Um, a lot of this is, you know, we started planning our goals out for the next year about maybe two months ago, just getting everything prepped understanding where we were. We have weekly meetings to make sure that we're on our goal, whatever, um, as far as a company. 
with that being said, I'm still $600,000 away from my goal this year, right? And the goal was to shoot for eight mil um, as far as the company goes. And man, that 600 grand, that's, that's listing three houses, you know? That's listing two houses, whatever it may be. And oh, it sucks, dude. I'm trying to pull them in. I'm trying to get what we have on the table closed out. And it's just, it's, it's irking me in the back of my head, you know? Yeah. So, so do you think you'll get it? Uh, actually, I'm, I'll put it to you this way I have, we have two on the board, both $300,000 houses. So that puts us at our six. However, one of those is not supposed to close until the beginning of the new year. So if I can get everything ramped up and we have one on the board, that's, you know, a little bit less, it'll at least put us, you know, 200 grand where we need to be. So if I could pull in, if I could pull in probably another $200,000 house, I don't know if it'll close this month, but you know, it's one of those things. Do what? Time. I mean, you know, that's just the nature of your business, that, that turnaround window. Mm-hmm. God, how great would it be though to start off the the new year with something you know a sale the first week? Dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, um, I was or not last year, but the the beginning of this year, dude. I didn't sell a house for the first whole month, month and a half, just because everything was we were redirecting. We were trying to figure out: are we building a company? What are we doing? Right. Um, and are we going to shop for more? And then it finally hit us. So our, our prep did not uh, officially start until January 1. And I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to be in that same boat this year. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do, we, we've, we've really increased the goal for this or this coming year. 2019 should be fairly uh, fun to say the least. Where are you guys at with your goals? Uh, we're, we're in the same boat. We're off. Uh, we're probably going to miss it by about. We're going to miss. We're going to miss our new sales production by about twenty five percent. But mm-hmm. I don't set goals high for this reason, or take comfort in the fact of missing it. I, I am frustrated that we're going to miss it. There has been other factors. There was acquisitions, which. You know, my company grew 400% in the past 10 months. So not upset about that. Yeah. But, you know, we had new gold productions, which we're going to miss. And several factors played into that, some outside of our control. Um, But if we had more attention where it was at, what's crazy is we're only going to miss. With all the other factors going on, if if we'd had more effort, we would have hit that goal. So it would have been even more killer to hit that goal because – we, um, all the outside factors, you know, economy is great, but like Georgia for insurance is, it's, it's not a great year. It hadn't been a good two years. Okay. Right. Um, it has not been, the insurance industry is very tough, but what did it allow? Well, for me to have some acquisitions by some agencies. So that's great. Back to your point though, we're going to miss probably by about 25%. Even with missing by 25%, we'll have our best sales year ever. Dude, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. I mean. So I'm pissed, but 
uh, on the same sense. It's more, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pissed that I probably, not probably, I didn't step back and relook and see how we needed to aim. You know, I, I, yeah. I should have, who gives a shit if there's, if there's other important things that's important too. Should have figured out how to make more time and put more attention on those few things. I mean, it would have just been over the top killer to hit those goals with all the other challenges, just even with the insurance industry, the acquisitions that we completed, man, it would have been, it'd have been insane. Yeah. And that's one of those things, man. I I think, you know, we set our goals to get somewhere, if not to hit them or to go above. Um, And sometimes you do fall short, but the, the, the line to get to that, that, that goal you were able to basically just kill it, you know, this year. So all in all, it's still a win because you still were put in that, the, you know, the daily grind um, Mm -hmm. to, to achieve what you were going for. And you, you, you still hit it out of the park. You just didn't hit it as far out of the park. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. So uh, we're, we feel very accomplished. My team feels very good. They're really tired. Uh, We're all tired, but we feel really great with what we've done. And man, we're just going to take the the learning um, of the things we missed, especially me where my attention was and how can we focus that? Because we're 2019 for a while. I mean, unless something just absolutely falls in my lap, I'm not doing any more acquisitions for a while. It's going to be, organic baby organic all the way and that's what we're doing going into 19 and um so my sales goal it's the largest sales goal we ever had we had a largest production we've ever had and next year it's gonna be even bigger dude that's uh that's all good news that means that means you did what you were supposed to this year that's right i mean i think if if you grew if you did a little bit better than you did last year, that this year's still a win. No matter what the challenges were, what, no matter what happened, no matter the losses, the wins. Uh, if if you if you're an ounce better than you were last year, you're doing good. So, but I didn't win the way I wanted to, though. So yeah, you know, I'm not just gonna rest on that. No, and, and I wouldn't expect you to. I mean, I'm not gonna wrap that bullshit little blanket around myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you too well um but that it, you know that, that's all good news man and I, I think i think uh something to be proud of now you can go out and buy like a mckellen 12 or whatever and uh i don't know what that is oh it's scotch baby oh yeah you i really want your- some pappy van winkle <laughs> whatever, but dude. it's like three thousand dollars a bottle Oh, that's what I'm saying. The McKellen is, um, that gets a little expensive. That's what I'm going to do. Actually, I'm, I'm stating it right here, right now. I'm going to put, when we put out our goals for 19, if we hit them, I'm going to get stupid. I'm going to buy a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle to celebrate with for New Year's. Where are you going to be New Year's? Next year. Huh? Where are you going to be at next year for New Year's? Next year, I have no clue. I'll be there. This year, I'm going to do my old man stuff. I'm going to like sit around my house and no, I'll, make a I'll, fire and get boozed up with my wife can i come all right no you can't <laughs> no no there's things here you don't need to see <laughs> um to get back into it dude uh urgency 
I've been having a lot of issues with, not personally, of course. Um, I could never have any problems, you know. But urgency with other people doing their job, being – I feel the, the amount of growth that we've had in the economy has allowed losers to win that normally would not have won. Thoughts on that? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I got to yeah. be – I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Okay, well, here, here's the thought process. If you're not winning in this, in this economy, there's something wrong with what you're doing. Um, with my industry alone, we have people that just think that they can do this part-time. They think that they can do this whenever they choose. And when I say industry, I mean real estate as not just selling real estate, but mortgages. I mean, anything that has to do with, with this industry, people feel like they can just get into it and, oh, dude, this is going to be an easy check. All I got to do is close one deal and, and I make some money. Well, th yeah, that's true. But the people who are doing this stuff, not everybody's on the same level, I don't think. Um, you know, yes, it when I first like got you're saying the entry, the entry level is, is lower right now. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's even people that have been in the business for, you know, 10 and 11 years that if I make a phone call, it's like you're, you're just not being urgent in, in that phone call back. You're not being urgent to get these documents to the lender or you're not urgent to get these documents to the closing table. I mean, we just had one deal that fell through because – we were having to do everything, but then the, the lender was not communicating with David and we, they had, his client had a POA fly in from Tampa and then had to fly back because the closing documents were not at the closing table. Right. So wasted his, his dad's money there. And then two weeks later after he says, Oh, you'll have the documents at 5 PM for the past two weeks, two weeks later, he called me, what, Monday? And said, oh, dude, sorry about this, man, but we're not going to be able to get that loan worked out. What? Two weeks after the closing date? So you just spent a month and a half of my seller's time and your client's time? Like, and so, so with that, you know, just speaking specifically to your industry, I mean, if that's starting to become the norm, why wouldn't they go up on earnest money? Oh, we're seeing it now. Um, earnest money used to be, you know, whatever you could, whatever you could put down, right? Um, whatever was comfortable. I mean, you're starting to see things where, you know, people, the, the ordinary amount was like a grand, right? I think yeah. that's what you put down. Um, yeah, and that blew my mind when I bought my house, and they were like, "I was like, yeah, let's do the you, you know, we did the grand, and they accepted that." I was blown away. I was like, "Why in the hell would they take just a grand for that mm -hmm. house for earnest money?" Yeah, and I mean, your house is beautiful too. Um, now, what we're seeing is on the lower end homes, we're seeing that sixteen hundred number come into play, fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> and then so it's it's not a major increase, but it is an increase when 
you know, when you're trying to purchase a home and you have, you know, this amount of money saved up and now you're putting, you know, this money down on that home. I mean, it's just the, the increase is there because you're having more people that either, you know, their loans are falling through because of uh, a lender issue, buyer issue, whatever it may be. Um, But it, it's, it's at that point where I can only deal with three people because I know that those three people can get the job done. Right. And it's just, it just sucks, dude. That's, that's, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really have to deal with that. Yeah. So I can't speak much to that, but I mean, that's crazy that, you know, somebody can have that much. I mean, I guess that's the way it works. I mean, somebody can have that much bearing over your pay. Mm-hmm. You know, your money. Yeah. I have my foot up somebody's ass. Dude. And, but at, at that point, there's nothing that I can do as far as, as far as me getting paid. Uh, at that point, I'm going after everybody in that deal to make sure my seller gets his thousand dollars. Right. For a month and a half of his time. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? It's like when I originally was selling my house. I mean, I, I spent, yeah. You know, we found out like the week before closing, it was falling through and all this stuff and whatever reason, you know, so not only did I not get my earnest money from the guy, I mean, you know, I had all my stuff like packed in storage unit. Yep. I sat there and paid that and had to start over. I mean, it was at the end of the day, I would have paid a thousand. I'd have paid a thousand dollars right there. Yeah. Just to not have to deal with the additional time. Yeah. My time was more important than that money. I will say this since, since that issue um, to where you were put in an uncomfortable position, we've, when we take a contract, we will not take a contingencies more than 15 days outside the deal. So you do your due diligence and then you have about a week after that, right? So that's two weeks before closing that you're locked into that deal, whether you're getting their money or not. Um, Mm. uh, And it's just one of those things that there's so much play in, in, in a contract that you know, if you're not using the right person, dude, like shit can just get out of hand really quick, you know? Yeah. But, and you, you, it just blows my mind that, that there's professional, no, there's people out there that are working on a daily basis that, just don't give a shit on what they're doing and they don't care about the people around them. It just blows blows my mind. So look at it from the different angle. I mean, I definitely see how that plays. I mean, so look at it from the different angle and what kind of position does that put you in? I mean, it it gets you head and shoulders above kind of the bottom line people pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, that, that, that is, that is definitely a go ahead. Um, it, it definitely pushes us, th- it pushes us a lot further. And I brought it up in, in, in the podcast that like, I really strive my people on making sure that we take over control of the entire deal, you know? So if something goes wrong, it's either on us or it's something that was not in our control. Um, now with that being said, being at the closing table and when their buyer is like, you know, when the other client's person is, is like thanking me for our team, what we did, that just, that means everything, dude. 
you know, when That's we're sitting cool. across the table and they're not, they're not only praising us, but they're like, thank you. You know, it, it's, it means a lot um, when it comes to something like that. And then there's times where, you know, they're thinking they're their person. And I'm like, man, if only you knew what was going behind the scenes. Right. You carried them across the finish line. Yeah. yeah. It was like, they got the team on my back. You know what I'm saying? So, so back, so back to urgency. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what do you think the issue is? I think, it's I think it's a lack caring. of caring. Mm. At, at point blank, it, it's a, it's a lack of uh, thought on other people because if, if people actually started caring about other people, and we're actually thoughtful in the things that they do. A lot of that stuff that happened in this deal particular would not have happened. Right. We were, we were supposed to have clear to close before Thanksgiving. And after talking with the guy Friday at, or Monday after Thanksgiving, he said this, he's like, I knew we weren't going to be able to close Wednesday. I said, so why didn't you call anybody? I didn't want to ruin anybody's holiday. People are jackasses, man. Right? I was like, are you, are you stupid? Like, that's the shit that kills me, dude. You, you're over here thinking, oh, I don't want to. It's, it's a lack of integrity. You know, I, th- I think people, though, I mean, I agree with you on that. But I, I, I think it even goes down to something more basic than that. People just, they don't engage and think. You know, mm-hmm. they just show up. They just show up and it's a routine and their minds on autopilot. And that's the way they, that's the way they work. That's the way they live. That's the way they do. And God, man, they miss out on so much in life. There, there's no urgency. And, you know, and I, I've been guilty of this when I, after I first got in business and then like my second year, it kind of slowed down. My urgency diminished a little bit. It's like, well, I'm in business for myself. I'm doing this, man. I'm, I'm making strides, but it's like, oh, this is a long-term process. We'll have some urgency in the 10-year plan. Yeah. Like where the fuck's your company going to be in 10 years? Where are you going to be in 10 years? It's not just the urgency on the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. It filters back to that, but it all adds up back to what the fuck you're going to do over the next decade. You know, right? I do. I do. Like you got to remember that shit. Like you're living a life, man. Where's it going to be? Yeah. I can turn that switch off. You wake up, you realize it's another day and it's like, you never turn the switch on and, and you're just fucking zombie that walks through. They never stop to think about stuff, you know? Yeah. But you're right. You and your brain. And you're right. Because, and this is something that you've been bringing up. So I know this is on your brain a lot. Um, what I guess what, what really blows my mind is like, I woke up today, today's Friday. It felt like yesterday was fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's, that's what's so crazy. And in the life that we live is just that how quick it goes by, how quick, um, you know, Monday turns to Friday and I'm like, man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get enough done, you know, but I will say this, like, There's, there's so much that needs to be done on a regular basis that I, I, it's so easy to go autopilot mode. Like even when you're driving, you know, if you, if you, if someone calls you and you're on the phone with that person, 
how quick is it to autopilot your driving and be focused in that conversation? And then the next thing you know, you just missed two exits. Yeah. And, and I think, I think those are the things that if you can compare it to something, it would be life is very comparable to driving because you're on a path and then you might have, you know, a text come through and then you look down at your phone, bam, crash, or someone calls you and you get on that conversation and you just got distracted and now you just missed your two exits. You yeah. missed where you were supposed to pause for a minute. You know, I, there's just, a, there's, there's so much that, that needs to be, you need to have a thought process on everything that you do. And it's hard to do that. I mean, your yeah. brain, your brain fights that. Yeah. I mean, you know what I like? It's like when I have somebody new that starts working for me, one of the things that I like because it shows me how much stuff can go on autopilot. So I have somebody new from working for me and they're training and then they ask a question about something yes. that like, it's something that just happens in the system and I don't even think about it. I even yeah. forgot it freaking existed and I probably look at it every day and I'm like, Oh, well, that's a great question. Why do we do that? Um, <laughs> great question. Maybe we don't need to be doing that. Let me think about that. You know, and it's yeah. like, I'm reengaging on it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, because that's we're, always good. It's like, Jesus, what the fuck? Where am I at? Yeah. It, I've been noticing that because uh we we got the we got the new trainee in. Um and she's we're actually dude, she's killing it. Dude, she is a hard worker. Um and she's very she's very smart. And she's asking questions, just like you said, like she is asking questions about these things, and I'm like, um, I, that's a great question, <laughs> you know? And, and I'm like, I do this on a regular basis. This is what I do for a living. And you just asked me a question on one of the most important processes. And I'm like, Hmm. Yep. That does happen. I know that happens. Um, but why does that happen? I don't know, but I'll, <laughs> you know, but, but see, that's the takeaway is on, on this piece. So we're sitting here talking about how we do it as well. But that's a, you said one word there that's super, super important on one of the processes. So there's a process that is built so it's not all off your fucking memory. Mm -hmm. and it's built so you can have it at a higher level. And then these other agents that are out there, or whoever's out there mm -hmm. that's considered competition, so to speak, you know, you can run fucking circles around them because they're just trying to do everything off memory. And they're coming there fucking autopilot. Mm -hmm. And there's not a process. And the process, the process that's built in, helps counter that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And not until I met you and decided to, I met you until until we started this podcast and like got serious on this, I noticed that it kind of poured into my business as well, because I was seeing what you were doing and I'm like, damn, this dude has SOPs. Like he's got this process. He's got this. I was like, it's time to build out, you know, and, and not just some bolt on shit. I'm talking getting into the guts of what, what my business is and thinking, okay, I do this on a regular basis. Why is it not written down? Okay. So we contact the client. How do we contact this client? What do we say? What do we do? And then, Putting that all on a, a sheet of paper, dude, it took me almost three weeks to get SOPs for almost everything we do, but yeah. it was worth it because now when we had the turnover that we did, 
all I had to do is say, hey, these are SOPs, plug in. Right. When you have questions, shoot them. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, as that builds, like I, it's starting to get in my company where I'm not elbow deep in every single thing that goes on around here. Thank God. Yeah. But I'm also losing a little bit of touch. There's people in this. I used to be the best at everything in this office. The best at everything. Yeah. I was the best at sales. I understood the systems better than anybody. I understood how the billings work, the underwriting, everything. That's not the case anymore. That's scary. And exciting. Yeah. So without that built in, I went over there to talk to somebody about something else the other day. And I was like, I don't actually know what our current <laughs> process is on that. Cause I don't do it. Right. I don't do it here. Right. My job's different. Yes, it is. What's the book say on it? We went back to the book, looked at it, boom, we were good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to think if you're not in the mindset that your company can outgrow you, 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 you need to evaluate that oh, because yeah. I think that also determines where you're going long-term, which is not bad. You want to, you know, if somebody's listening to us right now, who is, is a one person shop, I'm not criticizing that whatsoever. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, have at it. You still need to have some good processes just so you don't miss them. Like we were just talking about, yeah. but I think you going back and, and thinking about how that stuff's built out is the company going to outgrow you. Well, if your plan is for you to outgrow you, then you need to look at that. If it's not, then maybe it, it realigns things, what your long-term goal is. If you're not building processes and, you, and you're looking at staying a one-person shop, but your numbers in your head think differently, well, you're not very engaged on, you know, if a one-person shop in your industry can, it maxes out, caps out at about a million in gross a year, well, then why the fuck are you thinking about 10 million gross? Right. If you want to stay, you know what I'm saying? One, one's got to win over the other. And then right. you start planning accordingly. Right. You know, so, um, but I mean, it's building those processes and having that stuff down and those systems. So you can't, you don't have to be engaged in it. You can, you can spend your engagement on other stuff, you know, yeah. you have a and, capacity level. And I think, you know, having those processes because your, your process would be similar to someone else's in insurance. However, it's your process. And so therefore it has your mark on it, right? It, James does it this way. When I might've done it, you know, a full circle different, you know, 360 different way than you would have done it, right? Yeah. And, and because of that, that's, that, that changes you from your competitor or whoever, you know, is in the business. And I think that allows you to put your integrity, it allows you to put what your what your thought of what your baby is it allows you to put them all into your systems so whether whether it's chick-fil-a when you say my pleasure when i say thank you or if it's burger king and when i say thank you you say yeah bro you know whatever whatever yeah, that whatever true. that is um you know those are the little things that change everything from the minor details to the big details that that's what that's what makes your company different than you know James Chapman 2.0 James Chapman you know Danny boy down the street yeah well i'll just tell you one tip here's a here's a trade secret all right of mine it's a really big secret i'm listening i think of my business as if it was a different industry okay. wow mind blowing okay. secret right 
Yeah. So a lot of people, but I don't want to speak to a lot of people. I'm in a service industry. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to think about things as a tangible object. So I try to think about, well, if I was in manufacturing, whatever, a widget, right? It's always mm-hmm. the term people use, right? <laughs> making a widget, right? Making a, making a widget. What would be the process? How would it go? And I start thinking about my sales differently. You know, in insurance, we're really bad about telling our salespeople, not only go find the site where you get the raw material, then mine the raw material, then refine the raw material, then build the widget, and then go sell it. Like, nah, you wouldn't do that in manufacturing. You wouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. Now, I'm not in manufacturing, but there's a lot of relatable things. If I can visualize that in my mind, you know, if you imagine something coming in raw, working down the line and all the steps it would go through and how it's packaged, how it's boxed, how it's taped, all those things, like you could start seeing that. A lot of us could write that down on paper really quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe if you just kind of think about something outside your industry or try to imagine your industry as something else, right? or the product you're delivering, if it was a tangible, your service is now a product. Maybe you'll start thinking about how you build out your, your processes and procedures a little better. Right. And then do it. Right. Lastly, biggest hiccup on me getting good processes and procedures done is I always thought about trying to make it perfect. And I kept refining and refining, but I didn't implement. Mm-hmm. And that's stupid. It's like thinking about that dream of something you want to come out with or going into business for yourself or doing whatever, and then you never execute on it. So the issue was just executing on something. So now I have to work around my crazy brain. Now my crazy brain says, draft one. I'm going to put out everything I do now where it's changed process procedures Whatever it is, it's draft one. I tell myself draft one, new client letters, whatever, draft one. And we'll even, I'll even label it as that, you know, client letter for this, you know, new welcome letter, draft one. And it makes me start using it. Because yeah. now I, I've told my, I've told my brain, hey, it's not the finished product, but that's okay. We can go ahead and start using it. At least it's getting done. We're moving forward. Draft one, draft two, draft three. We refine it as we go. And it's actually getting used and benefiting us. Simple and stuff, super simple stuff. That, that's not high-level stuff. It's simple. You just, once again, you got to start thinking, you know, engaging in what the hell's going on, and then do something about it. And that, you know, when, when you said changing, you know, insurance is not something, changing the company to something that's tangible, right? Because you, you, you work in that, that, the business of insurance and, you know, real estate, it, it's not as easy. Yes, there is a thing, right? There is a thing that's being sold, but to, and when you're trying to create that SOP, exactly doing what you said is, is changing it to a widget and just figuring out how would that widget be created at the end goal. Um, when you, when you said that to me at first, I was like, dude, that makes so much sense. And then you start, you know, your brain starts playing with that, right? And it starts working on it. I was able to knock out SOPs. You know, I'm not, I'm not like you. I don't need everything perfect, but I was able to knock out SOPs and just say, boom, this is done. You know what I mean? Cool. So done. And then 
I have someone that is like you and then that mindset of like, this needs to be perfect, 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 which was my admin at the time. And I just gave it to her. I said, Hey, look, make this thing a diamond. What do you do? You're in it. Go through this. And you know, this is what I know that needs to get done. It has my touch on it. I just want you to clean it. Yeah. And, and add what you need to add. And that's, that's what made the SOPs. I mean, that's literally what, what, what made it what it is now. And then of course the, the new one, I mean, she's going to make it at some point once she gets acclimated and learns that process, I'll have her add to it as well. So that's all part of it, bro. I think, I think we hit urgency. I think we hit what we needed to hit and um, it's about time for some, some grub. So I will say that let's tie a bow on this baby, unless you want something to add to it. No, get urgent, get organized, get ready for the new year. Make all that shit happen. Just do it. Quit talking about it. Quit thinking about it. Just do it. Write it down. Check it off. Boom. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Grind her out. Grind her out.